Assalamu alaikum. Here we are moving to new lesson today. You may have often come across that a certain company has decided to launch an IPO. Be it in the newspapers or during your conversations with your office colleagues, you may have heard about the term IPO. First understand what an IPO is. Just to initiate you, it is an abbreviation of initial public offering. An initial public offering, IPO is essentially a process by which a privately held company offers its shares out to the public for the first time. Basically, this is the time when a private business decides to go public and get listed in the stock exchanges. How do businesses raise funds in the primary market? In the world of finance, the initial public offering IPO, of a company is commonly known as the primary market. There are four common ways. They can sell securities to the public through a public issue. They can offer new securities to existing shareholders through a rights issue. They can approach institutional investors through private placement. They can sell securities to select investors through preferential allotment. Keep in mind that many businesses approach large institutional investors during IPOs. In such a case, small investors may not be able to buy securities through the primary market. However, once the securities have been sold, they can be traded freely on the secondary market. What is a secondary market? Here, the trade in securities occurs via a stock exchange. Instead of the issuer, the current holder of the security sells the security to a new buyer. The seller typically aims to sell the security at a price that is higher than his purchase price. The secondary market can be of two types. An auction market is a physical location where buyers and sellers gather. They state the rate at which they are willing to buy or sell the securities. All the information is public. As an investor, you can take a call accordingly. In a dealer market, the trade happens electronically, e.g. through fax or telephone. Here, a dealer serves as the middleman and carries a security inventory. He aims to make a profit on the transaction. So, you may need to shop around to get the best prices. That's not all. How you invest in both the markets also differs. Let's read that next. Who can invest in an IPO? There are different types of investors. Institutional investors, the underwriter will try and sell large chunk of these share to a handful of its institutional clients like insurance companies, mutual funds etc. at a lucrative price before the IPO. A lock-up contract with such institutional investors varying from 90 to 180 days and shows minimal volatility on the day of IPO. Individual investors looking to invest more a value of more than PR 1 million are categorized as HNIs. The allotment of shares to HNIs is proportionate and falls under 10 to 15%. Retail investors. The class of investors subscribing in an IPO for a minimum 500 shares of or less fall under this category. The probability of getting an allotment is higher under the retail quota as SECP has designed the allotment method in a way that maximum retail investors are included. Allocation under the retail quota is nearly 25 to 35%. Let's discuss the commonly used jargons. Before the IPO process, if you happen to read through a prospectus or an IPO document, you'd come across plenty of jargons. Knowing what these terms they mean can be of immense help to you as an investor, since it allows you to better understand the issue. So, here's a glimpse of some of the key IPO-related terms that you need to know. Offer date. The date on which the IPO issue opens up for subscription is commonly known as the offer date. Price band. Typically, in an IPO issue, the company issues a price range with an upper and a lower selling limit. This is what is known as the price band. The IPO applicants have the freedom to choose any price as they deem fit from the issued price band. 
Cut-off price. The price within the price band that gets the highest number of bids from applicants is generally fixed by the company as the cut-off price. Any bids below the cut-off price are automatically not considered for the IPO allotment process. Lot size. The lot size is the minimum number of shares that you can make a bid for in an IPO. Any bids that you intend to make should always be a multiple of the lot size. For instance, if the lot size of a company's IPO is 500, you cannot make a bid for a lesser number of shares than 500. But if you wish to bid for more, it has to be in multiples of the lot size, say, 1000 or 1500 or even 2000. Undersubscribed issue. An IPO issue is said to be undersubscribed when the number of bids received from the public is less than the total number of shares in the issue. For instance, if the number of shares up for sale in an IPO issue is 500,000 and the number of bids received from the public is 430,000, the IPO issue is said to be undersubscribed. Oversubscribed issue. An IPO issue is said to be oversubscribed when the number of bids received from the public is higher than the total number of shares in the issue. For instance, if the number of shares up for sale in an IPO issue is 500,000 but the number of bids received from the public for those 500,000 shares is 1 million, the IPO issue is said to be oversubscribed by the over-allotment option. Green shoe is essentially an agreement that allows the company to issue additional shares, usually 15% of the issue size, in the event of an oversubscribed IPO issue. Why is it called a green shoe? The term is derived from the name of the first company, Green Shoe Manufacturing, which permitted underwriters to use this practice in an IPO. So let's take a quick recap of what we have learned so far in this session. An initial public offering is essentially a process by which a privately held company offers its shares out to the public for the first time. The issuing company then receives the entire proceeds generated on account of the public buying its shares. In the world of finance, the initial public offering IPO, of a company is commonly known as the primary market. Once an IPO allotment process concludes and the shares are listed on the stock exchange, they move from the primary market to the secondary market. Right from the listing day, the shares of the company are publicly traded on the stock exchanges. Once the shares move from the primary market to the secondary market, the company is no longer a part of the picture. The trade happens between you and another person, who currently owns the shares. When you participate in an IPO, you essentially get early access to the shares of a company. By investing in an IPO, you get to be a part of and enjoy the value appreciation process of the company's shares right from the start. The date on which the IPO issue opens up for subscription is commonly known as the offer date. In an IPO issue, the company issues a price range with an upper and a lower ceiling limit, known as the price band. The IPO applicants have the freedom to choose any price as they deem fit from the issued price band. The price within the price band that gets the highest number of bids from applicants is generally fixed by the company as the cut-off price. The lot size is the minimum number of shares that you can make a bid for in an IPO. An IPO issue is said to be undersubscribed when the number of bids received from the public is less than the total number of shares in the issue. An IPO issue is said to be oversubscribed when the number of bids received from the public is higher than the total number of shares in the issue. Also called the over-allotment option, green shoe is essentially an agreement that allows the company to issue additional shares, usually 15% of the issue size, in the event of an oversubscribed IPO issue. Thank you for tuning in with Knowledge Center. We will cover the subsequent lessons to understand how one can invest in an IPO. If you have any questions or comments to improve this setup feel free to post comments below. I will see you in the next lesson.